If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are to everyone in the sports universe. It is May the 18th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And we are live. For Sammy Action, Billion for Aaron Crouch, once again, I am Michael Carvelis. What's up, thumbs up, Sammy? Good morning, good morning. Another wonderful night of sports. Lots of, lots of good stuff to talk about. Very exciting games. Oh, I completely agree. I, I'm I'm on cloud nine right now, which we'll get to very soon. But I mean, I, I watched some hockey. I was like, wow, this is. I'm exhausted. I stayed up. I love it. I loved every bit of it. Well, apparently, if you're a fan of this show, every team that you like wins. You know, you're you're a Heat fan. Aaron's a Tampa Bay fan. I'm a Colorado fan. At least it's a secondary team. And so it was fun for all of us last night. We got Matt Ryan. I'm having a yeah. good time. <laughs> <laughs> You guys will eat your words, I promise you. Oh, hey, Sammy, when you host a podcast or really small business, it can be hard spreading the word. Your friends want to check it out, but will they? Uh, well, you always want them to. You hope they will, but they don't usually, unfortunately. Yeah, slackers. <laughs> well, it's time to make it easier for them and yourself with Popple and grow your brand. P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off your order. Set up your links and share. And don't worry, people you share with will not even need a Popple. So it's not invasive and it's way more simple. When you get your Popple in keychain, pops like even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off your order. Go to popl.co and grow your brand. You're welcome. The Miami Heats went up one to nothing in the series. With a gigantic second half, barely a big third quarter, they dropped 39 points. And Sammy, I don't think I've ever seen a time where a team had that many steals in a row. I mean, people are like, well, Mark is smart now, Horford. And I'm like, and Jason Tatum was the one who threw away the ball a million times. So it's not like those two guys would have changed that. I just thought the Miami Heat locked in. They had a five-day or three-day rest or whatever. And they came back and locked in the second half. Great halftime adjustments by Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler took over. Yeah, and they definitely looked like the fresher team down the stretch, second half. Uh, you know, Boston obviously missing some players, but wonderful defensive play on both sides of the ball. I mean, there was tons of block shots, tons of steals, great plays in the lane. In the end, you know, <laughs> they just played a tough game seven two days ago. I, no one really thought Boston was going to come out and have, you know, a, a little bit more pep in their step for a 60-minute game. A 48 minute game. Uh, you know, this is the game Miami's supposed to win, and we'll see what happens in game two when those guys come back. But uh, if you're a Miami fan, you have to be happy today. You have to be happy with that second half performance. I think everyone in the universe is happy because we're all Miami Heat fans, and that's what counts. <laughs> I will say this um, I thought the game couldn't have gone better for Miami. I, the fact that PJ Tucker came back was great. Um, I was so happy that he was 
not injured, although he still was kind of limping late in the game. But really, what was impressive to me was Gabe Vincent. I always say we plug and play these guys, and Gabe Vincent, who's been kind of – he's been good, but he hasn't been that good all season long. And what he – he just became a sniper last night. That, to me, was incredible. Bam out of Bayou's defense stepped up in the second half, which is also incredible. Going forward, I keep saying – and I'll give it to you now, Jason Tatum cannot keep saving this team. There was too little Jalen Brown too late. He was making some nice threes late, but that game was over. Jason Tatum has these stretches like, like Tobias Harris, where he just doesn't show up, and I, I don't understand it. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, Jason Tatum is is the, the superstar that definitely is the engine that makes that team run. Uh, but their advantage in this series, if they're going to win this series, has to be from behind the arc. And while Marcus Smart doesn't shoot it wonderfully, he does shoot it. And while Al Holford doesn't shoot it wonderfully, he also shoots it. And he also gets rebounds for them. So missing those two pieces, as well as you know, having some not-so-fresh legs, definitely hurts Boston's chances in Game 1. As the series goes on, I think that evens out a little bit more. And when those guys come back, Boston will give them a little better of a performance. But, I mean, the, the basketball is in its whole these last couple games have been nothing but blowouts. So, I mean, I, I expected this game not to be that close. And, you know, once Miami took over in the second half, you could just see this was going to fall off for, uh, for for Boston the rest of the game. And, of course, I almost tweeted – I didn't tweet it out, but I was thinking to myself, you know, we're up by 20-some points right now. One thing Miami does is we like to let a team come back just to think they have a little chance – it's really impressive. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we'll come back. We only won by 11. I'll take it, though. A win's a win. We're one away. We're, we're three wins away from winning this thing. And we, the first one was, was nice to have. Absolutely. And if as a betting person, I will tell you that I'm going to bet Boston in the series now that they're dog in the series. Uh, I think this is a good spot if you're going to bet Boston. So I'm, I'm still not a believer, but I'm, 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 I'm open-minded. You go ahead and give us go and throw away your money. I, I'm all for it. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, something about this Miami team is is a little bit different. And they're people I don't realize their defense is so good, their chemistry is great, but their offense can play as well. Like when Jimmy Butler's on it, he's one of those guys where you can put a hand right in, right here in his face and hide him from the rim. He's still gonna snipe it. Um, Tyler Hero, once again, you know the Celtics had a game plan for that guy, and once again, Tyler Hero showed up. He really kept us afloat in the first half. I mean, Jimmy Butler is is the star. He's a superstar. And I and I said yesterday, he is criminally underrated because everybody knows he's got to be good for them to win, and yet he out-hustles and outperforms everybody on the defensive end trying to guard him. I mean... It, He's everywhere on the court. It, it's incredible how many loose balls he gets, how many how many times in the right spot, making the right play. I mean, it's it's hard not to root for a guy like Jimmy Butler. He does everything so, so well. Uh, and if he has another game like that, they're going to win again. I mean, they're, 40 points from Butler is definitely a key, a key factor for Miami winning the series. Jimmy Butler, I believe it was either Mark Jackson or Stan Van Gogh. I think it was Mark. Mark Jackson was like, you know, this guy has improved his game so much. It's it's hard to guard guys who can shoot the three and lay it up. But when you have the mid-range, you fight on defense, you have the three, you have the dunks, you have everything going for you, 
It's almost impossible to defend. Like, what is he going to do? You don't know. Yeah, and, and he is he's everywhere. I mean, you, you find him diving on the floor more than most superstars. He fights for rebounds on both ends of the floor. And like you said, I mean, he gets to the rim pretty easily, super athletic, and now he's improved his shooting stroke. You know, he, he is definitely a bona fide star and, like I said, criminally underrated. Now, for Boston in game two, what guy do you want to see step up that's not named Jason Tatum? I would like to see more consistency from Jason Tatum. Like I said, he's better than Tobias Harris. So don't get me wrong when I say that. But I still would like to see him not take complete quarters or even halves off. So plus Jason Tatum, who steps up in game two? And why do you think – I'm guessing you're saying Boston going to win it. Uh, I do think Boston can win that game. Uh, I think that game will be a lot closer, both, uh, you know, not just in the final score, but in the actual competition of the game. Uh Marcus Smart, I think, is the key for them. He, getting him back out on the court, healthy, creating havoc, and then hitting the occasional three, I think, does make a big difference for how that team runs. Uh, it also gives Tatum a little bit of a rest on the defensive end. Uh, I'm not having to be on Jimmy Butler any of the time. You know, being able to put Marcus Smart on him sometimes. Uh, I, I think all, just his presence on the court really changes the dynamic of that Boston team. Fair point. I still think we're going to win in six, but same he's got Boston in six. I'll be fine. Um, when we come back, we're talking Warriors and Mavericks. I think I'm leaning one way. I'm pretty sure she might be leaning the other way on that one. Also, Avalanche escaped Colorado. Oh, what a game that was. We'll also <laughs> pick the other two hockey series going on as well. It's AM Drive on, on, on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything.
Welcome back to the AM Drive live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We are presented by Fanatics. Sammy, if you want the best merchandise for the daily deals from every league, you got to go to MikeAndAndrive.com and do what? Click the F. That's right. When you click, click the F, every team from every league with the daily deals is at your disposal. It's NBA store, MLB, NFL shop. NLL, all you want is right there. And will you go there and save and click on all that stuff and shop? We thank you so much. Let's get to our Western Conference Finals prediction. Um, Sammy, it's the Mavericks, it's the Warriors, it's Luka Doncic, it's the pool party, the Splash Brothers Plus, well, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I want to first get your pick on this series. Let's flat out. Who wins in how many games? I think it's Warriors in six. Uh, I do think the Warriors uh, at the end of this series will be the better team. Uh, I do think the Mavs will give them every bit of a scare. Uh, but it's Luka versus the world here. I mean, it's a, it's a 1v5 situation, right? I mean, Luka, Luka does not have any co, co, co-hosts on his team that will help win this series. Now, Dallas did go 3-1 and one against Golden State this year. Uh, during the regular season, but in any of those games, they never had a full Golden State team. And so I'm thinking with Clay missing some games and Draymond Green missing some of those games, I think that uh, that makes Golden State slightly better in the series, plus home field advantage and the playoff experience. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Poor Sammy. Poor, poor Sammy. I'm not, you know, it's nice as you say that Luca doesn't have any Aaron Crouchers, like any co-host on his team. It's fantastic. Um. It's funny that so many people use this. Well, who else is going to step up for the Mavericks? It can't just be Luka. And a good thing it hasn't been just Luka this entire first two rounds. Jalen Brunson has been emerging as a possible co-star for Luka. Now, would it be nice to have another wing player that is as a good two-way player? Absolutely. But let's make no mistake. I believe one thing keeping the Warriors from winning the series, the Mavericks, when they figured out the first two teams rebounding, the first two opponents, they shut them down. They shut them down completely. Like, when it was on the Jazz, it was nip and tuck, and they didn't even have Luka for part of that series. They figured out how to out-rebound Gobert when it counted. You look at the Phoenix Suns. They figured out how to out-rebound DeAndre Ayton when it counted in the last couple of games. And then I look at this Golden State team. They're short, if not shorter than Dallas. They rely on Steph Curry shooting a career low on three-point percentage. They think Jordan Poole is the third coming of Christ. Well, he shot like 32% last series. And Clay Thompson, who has not been himself since his injury, I guess it's, I don't know if we're still using that excuse. I honestly believe, my biggest thing in this series I want to see how many tech technical fouls between Luca and Draymond. That's gonna be in, that's gonna be impressive theater to watch. But those guys bark at the raps, but that's gonna be fun to watch. I really believe Dallas is gonna win the series in six. I will go seven if we're respecting the Warriors. I'm going six. I believe Jason Kidd has his team locked down defensively, and I don't believe Steph Curry especially in the playoffs, is going to give them as big of a problem as people think. I feel like we're we're, getting, we're putting too much on Luka. Because you're not the only person to say this. You're not the only person to say, well, who's going to help Luka? 
he's had help the entire playoffs. It's been Jalen Brunson, Luca, and then either Reggie Bullock or Maxi Kleba or Davis Bertans. They all have been helping him. It's really been impressive to me. Even Dorian Finney-Smith has been great for a good majority of the playoffs so far. Thoughts on that? Well, the Dallas team, the role players have stepped up in previous series, but let's be fair. They were not favored to win against against Phoenix. They were dog in the series. They were dog in game seven. You know, they won home games. They played well at home, but they did not play well on any of the road games up until game seven. It took a massive choke job by a career choker for them to win game seven on the road. And so if you think Golden State's going to lay down like, like, like a dead puppy, then sure. Yeah. Dallas, their role players can hit wide open threes and nobody's going to rebound the ball and they can play just like Phoenix did in game seven. But outside of that, Dallas was never supposed to be here, right? They, they were not predicted to be here. Now, if you're predicting they're going to get past Golden State, you should make some money on that because they're a really big underdog in the series. And there are places you can make these wagers because I just don't see it. This is a full team. Golden State has been there. They know how to win. They have home field advantage. They have a much better defensive team when healthy than they've shown all year long. Dallas's role players are great. They, they, they can step up in big spots. No question about it. But this is a different animal than what they faced last game, last series. It's plus 180 for the Mavs. And I... Sammy, I'll be honest. Um, no, we don't have the Mavs in six. I think Mavs kill them in game one. I think Mavs, because they just play, and I know I just used that argument with the Heat and the Celtics, I I believe the Mavericks in game one in Dallas are going to punch school and see them out and put everyone on notice. It, it very, very well can happen. Game one is usually the easiest one to steal if you're the road team. If you're the um, under, well, if you're the underdog, I guess, too, because they're at home, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to win a road game, right? There's no way to win the right. series without winning a road game. So winning game one is the easiest road game for Dallas to win. Uh if you're if, you know, if you're the if you're the underdog team. And so I, I could definitely see them giving them a good game one, but Golden State plays really well at home and they play really good defense. It's it's gonna be a very tough matchup for Dallas. Like I said, they beat them three out of four during the season, so they know these they know each other well enough. Do you think there's something to be said about the carelessness of the Golden State Warriors sometimes. Because I noticed there's – Steve Kerr has been – I don't know what kind of coach Steve Kerr is because I don't think he's a great one. Uh, I think he just kind of benefited from Mark Jackson's thing. But I'll be honest, Sammy, I really believe why, – why is Steve Kerr never fixed the turnover issue? How many times are we going to hear that Steph Curry takes doesn't take care of the ball? How many times are we going to hear that, you know, that they're, they're making careless passes? That has to bite them in the butt sometime, right? Oh, absolutely, and and you're and you're 100 right. The turnovers are definitely uh, a plague they have to get by. But Steve Kerr did change quite a bit about that team. You know, Mark Jackson really set up the defensive side of the ball mm. for for Golden State when he was there. But this offense, this this fluid passing offense with the open threes, that's a Steve Kerr brainchild. Uh, he revamped the whole offensive side of the ball. And so, if you remember the Warriors, you know, draining hundreds of threes and being this high scoring very fluid, fun team to watch. What you're what you're looking at is Steve Kerr's mind. You know, mind put put to, put to poetry, right? Put right. to music. They're uh, they are definitely his brainchild. But you're you're 100 right about the turnovers. They uh they have to do something to not turn the ball over. And especially when you're facing a big underdog like Dallas, you don't want to give them reason to have hope 
and turn the ball over will definitely help give them a lot of hope in, in this series. Fair enough. We have to leave that one there. And Sammy, how about tomorrow? We're going to do a debate, our first debate of the action versus Mike series. I'm excited. It's all the Warriors, the best team left in the NBA. Sammy wants to make a case for it. We'll have to see. I can make a case for it. If they win tonight, it'll make my case a lot easier. No, I bet it will. Right. <laughs> well, one of us will be riding a certain high tomorrow, so we'll see. If that da- if Dallas wins, I might have to call in sick. <laughs> right, right, right. Colorado Avalanche, speaking of calling in sick, good lord. This one, if you stayed up late, it was definitely worth it. When this game was two to one in the third period, I feel like Colorado fans were ready to erupt. But they just couldn't get past that darn post. <laughs> then that Bennington guy, who apparently has 19 career wins, which is the most in Blues history for a goaltender, was just playing out of his mind. And then Blues tied it up. Now, there's a way to steal a game one. That's the way to do it in overtime. Unfortunately, see, I don't watch a lot of hockey. Watching that game last night, that was by far the best hockey team I've seen in the few years I've been watching. They are just blitzing. They are suffocating on defense, suffocating on offense. Their stick work is, like, really good. Like, it is insane how on defense, their ability to just poke the, the puck away at the perfect time is really something impressive. I think I think Colorado is by far – the fact that people said Avalanche in seven is comical to me. Remember when I said Avalanche in four, maybe five of the puck bounces the wrong way? This one, the puck bounced the wrong way. They still won in overtime. It looked like there was no match. What was your thoughts on game one? I mean, Colorado is my favorite team to watch if I'm not watching uh, our Vegas Golden Knights. And they are just so fun to watch. They, right. I always look at them as like a, a beehive, right? They're, they're oh. everywhere around the puck. <laughs> they're, no matter which, which way they're going, they have two guys. It always seems like ready to make a steal, ready to go on a breakaway, ready to dump the puck in and chase around. I mean, they're just everywhere. And – I don't think words can put it to justice. You have to watch them. Because if you watch yeah. a lot of hockey, it looks very clunky and disorganized. But when Colorado plays, it looks very fluid, very smooth. Like everybody knows where everybody's going to be. And everybody's in the right spot, ready to do the right thing. And look, hats off to St. Louis. Hats off to, to Bennington. He played an amazing game. They they kept themselves in it. But they are easily outclassed here. I mean, Colorado is the best team in the league. And I don't think it's even really close right now. Oh, you know, people are talking about, well, Tampa Bay's got a championship DNA. I have never seen this from Tampa Bay, and I've watched them in bits and pieces the last few years. This is not Tampa Bay. This is something way better. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear in crowds. Like, seriously, I know they won They won the cup, and Vasilevsky's been out of his mind even last night again, which I didn't believe put on the docket, but great game for them. The shocking, the, um, the Panthers last night. This team's better, though. Colorado is better, and and hats off to Tampa Bay too. They played a great game. Uh, the score is a little misleading in that game. Uh, you know they didn't really blow them out two, like the yeah. four to one indicates, but uh, but they did play a very good game. They did win a good game, so uh, you know they deserve all the credit in the world for that. I completely agree with that. Um, game, do you see a sweep for this Avalanche series? You think Blue steal a game just because? No, I, you know it's hard to predict sweep. I. I Colorado can win all four games in the series, and they can right. win them by by the puck line. Um, they didn't win by the puck line game one, and certainly that kind of 
unlucky bounces of the puck can go against them in a different game. Uh, but I think five games, you know, maybe six if they get really unlucky. They, they should be able to beat this team pretty easy, though. I completely agree. And people were saying seven. <laughs> My son of first. I mean, if you're a Blues fan or if you pick the Blues in the series, you have to be uplifted by game no. one, right? I mean, they had a chance to win. and <laughs> They weren't blowing out the doors like people were talking about. They were in it. They went to overtime. I mean, if I bet the, if I bet the Blues, I would be at least thinking we could get there again. You know, I don't think so, but I didn't bet the Blues. <laughs> the shots on goal and the shots in general, there were so many blocks too. Like before it even got to the goalie, the Colorado Avalanche was – Playing the stick perfectly, but how in the world is this team doing so often? Yeah, they had a hundred chances. I mean, they took a hundred oh. shots. Not all of them made it to the net, but you know, anytime a team puts a hundred shots on on goal with the attempt of scoring, even if they get blocked, they're they're being very pressure filled, and the pressure Colorado puts on is unmatched in this league. They are everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what this is called, but like when you when they're against the boards. Uh, sometimes hockey's kind of clunky and gets boring at times when like, there's so many times when they're at the board. Avalanche always have another guy just right there ready for them. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> no other team does that. There was there was a few moments in that game last night where the Blues could not get the puck out of their zone in five-on-five play without icing the puck. Uh, yep. No matter which way, which way they tried to move the puck out of the zone, Colorado would seal it and get right back in the zone. They just not could not cross, you know, the midcourt line. It was it was in, it was insane. They, they they played so well, and again, the Blues did take them to overtime. Got lucky, Osts, big goal at the end of the game, but Colorado was way the better team. Amen. Rangers and Hurricanes. Sammy, who wins the series? I've, I I like the Hurricanes, but man, Rangers beat a, a good Penguins team. Uh, so I'm from New York. I went to a lot of Ranger games in my day. I was in New York when when they ha- hoisted the cup with Mark Messier and had no choice but to root for him because if you didn't root for them at that time, you were not a New Yorker. Uh, with that being said, I bet the Hurricanes to win the cup on, on the east side. I bet Colorado on the west side. So obviously my heart roots for them. Um, I think Carolina has the best fork check in the league. I think they play the best stick defense of anybody. And while I do think the Rangers have the best goalie left, Carolina is pretty pretty impressive on the offensive end as well. This is going to be a tough series. I don't think this is the same animal as Colorado blowing out no. St. Louis first series. I think this series goes seven. It could really go either way, but I'm both rooting for and think that Carolina is just slightly better. I'm going to go Carolina in seven, actually. Agreed. That's tough. I, I would like to say six, but seven – because hockey's hockey's not fair sometimes. Very true, and this is a, these two teams are pretty close. I mean, this is not a this is not an outclass situation. This is a whoever gets special special work by one player, or you know, an extra bounce of the puck by by one one offensive zone. Uh, this could go either way. Right. The Oilers with Connor McJesus, Leon Drysaddle, and the crew will take on the Flames, who won a pretty poor division this year. And granted, had a fun time with, I believe, the Dallas Stars. I think Oilers win the series in six. Uh, I actually also agree with you. I have a bet with uh, Mr. Crouch on this series. I uh, uh, Or maybe not this series. I don't remember if this is one when, when, when we bet. But I also like the Oilers in this series. Uh, I, I do think that while Calgary has home to an advantage, home core advantage, uh, home ice advantage. I right, that's the one. <laughs> I do think that, uh, you know, 
Edmonton's playing well. They have the best player in the game. At some point, he's going to break through and become a superstar on the national stage, and this is a great place to do it. I don't know if they can pass anybody else, but I do think the Flames are are if if there was a there was a lowest point of of um a burn temperature, the Flames were. Well, they're not some big bonfire. The little <laughs> tiny candle. It's time to. <laughs> There was a time during the regular season where Calgary was beating everybody and beating them all handily. And I don't know when that fell off for them, but they've become very sluggish down the stretch, sluggish in the playoffs. They got by Dallas, but they were a much better team than Dallas, and Dallas gave them all they could handle and then some. If they play that way against Edmonton, I think Edmonton beats them pretty pretty handily, actually. Ooh. All right, on this edition of Bye Sammy, I want to get to your, these three topics on my on the other side. Um, so Aaron's got golf bets for the PGA Championship. Where's Phil Mickelson, Sammy? I'm probably in a casino. Oh, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, XFL is going to air on ESPN and Disney um, networks in 2023. Are you excited, or is it just another uh, USFL league? I mean. I'm excited for any time you can watch football when football's not on, so I'm not hating on it, but we'll see what kind of product they put on the field. I'll give it a try like I do with all the other ones. There you go. And Lil Wayne was sitting courtside when DeAndre and Monty Williams went at it. Do you think it was just a one-time thing, or do you think it was a contract dispute? I think, I think, it, was, I think it was a one-time thing, and I don't, I don't think he's going to be back anyways. Uh I don't know what I don't know what the shape of their relationship is, but if I'm the Suns, I'm moving on from DeAndre Ayton. I, I just don't think he's the answer for them. Uh-huh. Uh, he's he's been a very disappointing number one overall pick, and they while they can still get something for him, I think they can do better, and they deserve better. Uh, the Suns have a very talented team, and to watch them collapse like they did in Game Seven is just it was awful. All right, tomorrow we're going to have a recap and debate of the Warriors and Mavs. That'll be so fun. Sammy, you have a great time today, and thanks again. We'll see you tomorrow. I appreciate it. See you tomorrow. Have a great day, my friend. Yes, sir. All right, guys. When we when I come back, another edition of Mike's at first. I'll give Aaron's golf bets, also XFL with a great TV deal, and Lil Wayne for the inside info. We'll be right back to AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. 
It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back to this hump day here on the AM Drive. It is May 18, 2022. We are live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The next set part of this show is presented by Vice Golf. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and get the best balls and the name brand balls with the lowest price shipped right to your door. MikeAndAaronDrive.com and Vice Golf is a hole in one. With that, let's get to Aaron's golf bets, which he has texted to me. First, his futures. He's out four of them from the PGA Championship. Number one, at 11 to 1, it's Scotty Scheffler. At 30 to 1, it's Victor Hoblin. And two very long shots, which I dig. Cam Champ at 150 to 1, and Davis Riley. At 250 to 1. Do you want to make some shekels? Go ahead and bet those with Aaron. Now, some props and some finish, some finishers here. Jordan Speed to finish top five is yes at plus 550. And Aaron will, of course, gladly take that. Jordan Speed top 20 in the first round, yes, at plus 140. I hate this one. Tiger Woods to miss the cut. Yes, at plus 105. <laughs> oh, Lord. Aaron has no faith. And Victor Hoblin over Cam Smith at minus 110. Wow. I'm doing the bets here. My favorite ones are Jordan Speed top five at plus 550. And I kind of like the Cam Champ at 150 to one. This is my personal preferences from that list, but hey. Thank you and a vice golf clap to Aaron for that as well, for giving us that list. And that deserves a vice golf logo on the top screen. Now let's get into some mics in the first topics. The XFL will air on ESPN and Disney Networks in 2023. And to that, I say, in your face, USFL. You know, this guy, minor league Randall, taunt sports who came on our show, even co-hosted a show or two with me, and we were previewing the, the USFL. I said I'd give it a chance. I was impressed with the play, but then it just got boring. Every single week, we're in the same place. And, oh, big surprise, the Birmingham, Alabama Stallions are undefeated, and no other team it comes close, really. And they play in Alabama, by the way. Boring. You know what's even more boring? When these Fox sports shows are shoving down our throats somehow that these great catches or great trick plays with a double forward pass. Um, by the way, peep the stands, they're still empty. Well, the ratings are up. 
because they won't stop talking about it. It'd be one thing if I actually tuned into the USFL and say, oh, this is pretty good. So don't think if I'm flipping through Fox and trying to check it for five minutes because it's shoved down my throat and I still hate it anyways. I'm disappointed with the USFL. How are they still not selling tickets? You know why? It's a sham. I don't think it's going to work. I really don't. I know Fox is trying. They're absolutely Skip and Shannon are breaking down plays in the stupidest way possible. Well, you, you can tell it's not even, they don't even care about it. So it's funny to watch these guys think, support the USFL. Guys, XFL is not like that. XFL was filling stands in 2020. They also were very impressive football. I'm, I'm just, I cannot believe the, that Fox is trying to buy into this. Guys, the NFL has already working with the XFL. They know that that was the true competitor. But, man, that, that, that no people in the stands by week five is still hysterical to me. But there was more fans in week one in the stadium than week five, and that's not good. That is not good. It means they didn't want to come back. That is damning to me from the USFL. They're going to hope they don't go to any cities because they're going to lose their teams very quickly. Stay in Birmingham. You'll be all right. Lil Wayne has inside info, according to Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless said this, Lil Wayne texted him and said the Suns coach Monty Williams and their star DeAndre Aiden got into it and had to be separated. Oh. So I, I've talked about this a little bit. I've said to you guys I don't believe it was a contract dispute. And I think this confirms that. DeAndre Aiden is just not playing well. He's, he's soft. He's completely soft. And I don't understand why he's so soft. Like, you're a rebounder. Your job is to be the hustler inside, and you can't even do that. It's really, it's it's kind of a, a weird phenomenon to me. But Monty Williams also, for a coach of the year, he, he put DeAndre in on Giannis last year. That did not work out at all. And then he couldn't even double-team Luka Doncic. Monty Williams is not as great of a coach as I think people think he is. I think he's a good coach. But coach of the year, I think Eric Spolster should have won it. I think Taylor Jenkins could have won it. Amy Adoka could have won it, man. What the crap? Were the Celtics terrible last year? And they come up this year and they're, they're showing out? Taylor Jenkins has the Memphis Grizzlies playing and playing 21 games without John, winning like 19 of them. But yeah, Monty, oh yeah, Monty, let me tell you. Guys, this is not a good look for the Phoenix Suns. They better get rid of DeAndre Aiden fast. If they try to fix this, they will not win a championship, I'm guaranteeing you. I promise you. Try to roll with DeAndre Aiden, it's not going to work. He will be punked inside over and over and over again. And I'm personally all here for it. Those sons are a bunch of scumbags. It's funny how such a lower-tier team for years suddenly became these, these tough guys. Yeah, okay, let me tell you. Tomorrow is an NLL Thursday, and I cannot wait for this. I will be picking the game, too, and give Aaron's picks as well. Will the Mammoth sweep the Seals? Also, 
Will the Bear can the Bears take game two in Toronto? Or the Rocks send it back to Buffalo for game three? Game one recap of Warriors and Mavericks. And of course, Mike versus Sammy. I want all the action. As we look at base, are the Warriors the best team left in these NBA playoffs? And also, hockey has been really good. We'll talk more hockey as well. And, of course, when other stories come up, I cannot wait. Thank you so much for watching and listening again. We had a great show. Let's go, Miami Heat. And for Sammy Action, Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carlos. So you have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Drive safe, won't you?